You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Desobe here. Excited to be joined by a current NLC fellow, our first one, Yasmin Imani McMoran is here from the 2018 crew, talking about all things related to the Institute and the upcoming fundraiser, and we'll be joined later by a special guest. So stay tuned. Let's get started. All right, Yasmin, where in Los Angeles are you dialing in from today? Hey, Eric. I'm in Culver City, sitting on my couch in my apartment. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, I'm not too far from you. We should have done this live in, in person. I'm just a little bit further west, kind of in between Marina and Culver. Um, listen, I'm, I'm glad you're you're on because it's yeah. we haven't had any of the 2018 fellows on the podcast yet, so excited to talk to you. When you think back to when you applied to NLC and then what actually happened once you got the fellowship and started the fellowship, how was your initial perception of what you thought was going to happen? How does it compare to what actually happened? Um, good question. I applied to this. Well, I did a fellowship last year. It's called the Los Angeles African American Public uh, Public Policy Institute. And so as a result of I'm new to LA, I'm celebrating two years here this summer. Um, so my experience in that fellowship was great. But one of my co-fellows last year thought I would be great for NLC. And she did NLC in Louisiana. And she was like, Yasmin, this program is going to be awesome. I think you'd be a really strong fit for it. Um, because she talked a little, we talked a little bit about my goals and what I'm interested in. So I really didn't have a whole lot of um, contact with NLC LA. I mean, of course, I listened to the podcast once I learned um, that she got <laughs> had that. <laughs> so that sort of clued me in uh, a little bit about what was going on, especially in prepping for my interview. But being in NLC has been, I don't know, it's just sort of transformative. I feel like I have like a whole new um, family here how we support and show up for one another. And I don't know, it feels like each weekend, it isn't therapy, but (laughs) just how honest and supportive and the safe space that we create when we come together and learn and sort of push each other. And it's just been a really awesome experience. Yeah. And then I know you guys have wrapped the majority of your main weekend programming. Uh, What of those weekends that you did stands out? Any particular speakers, any particular topics? Um... This is a hard question, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I mean, I guess it'd have to be the first weekend for me because I'm just, um, I'm not a super sharer, but um, the space that just was created. I mean, um, we had great leaders and actually was connected with one of them um, randomly um, back when I was in law school. So it was funny seeing Nicole that first weekend. Um, But yeah, it was just really nice to just sort of orient and meet everyone for the first time in person and just sort of get an understanding about where we were going to go. Um, but each weekend, I don't, I mean, apart from that and just like learning everybody initially, I, um, it would be really hard to pick because <laughs> our speakers are just amazing. Mm-hmm. David and Kat really have created um, dynamic, like uh, Udak Joe definitely um sticks out to me. This is his success um, down in Long Beach. Um, DMA from last weekend, she was fantastic. Um, but I mean, every weekend I'm learning um, and I definitely don't take it for granted. It's been transformative for sure. Yeah. And I don't think I realized you had only been in LA a relatively short time. So what brought you to LA in the first place and, and how long do you think you'll want to stay? 
well, this feels like home. So (laughs) I'm, I'm here (laughs) for the foreseeable future. Um, but what brought me here, I was, um, I'm an attorney by trade. Um, and I did a clerkship and I was working at a firm, but I was very unhappy. Um, and I had went to law school because of my interest in education and education reform. So, I was in this at this firm and not really feeling it, doing what everyone told me to do. Um, And one day I came home and I was like, I'm moving to L.A. (laughs) And my family was not very happy. I had come out here a few times, um, but, you know, L.A. has the second largest um, school district in the nation. Um, And I just I felt like I was just going to seize the opportunity and come. And I found my job at USC. Um, about a month and a half later um, from arriving here, but I didn't come out here with a job. You know, I, I enrolled my daughter in um, Culver City Schools. Um, and yeah, we just we just sort of figured it out. But it's been amazing. So this is the best winging it plan ever. <laughs> it's worked <laughs> nice. out. One of the good things about LA is there's lots of cool events in town as well. And so there's a cool event coming up on June 2nd. So tell us a little bit about what the 2018 fellows are cooking up for the fundraiser uh, on Saturday, June 2nd. Yes. June 2nd, it's going to be fantastic. It's at Self-Help Graphics in Boyle Heights. It's called Building Our Movement, a night with NLC Los Angeles. Um, We're going to be hosting some amazing guest speakers from a wide range of sectors, just sharing their work and what they've learned as progressive leaders in LA. And I think we're just, it's the weekend before, like we actually close out. So it'll be like really celebratory for us. And we'll get to share with our family and friends and just share a little bit about what makes NLC special for us. So we're also working in how to, you know, um, how NLC fits into broader the fight to defend our communities. And since all of us are in different areas, labor, education, tech, like we'll be able to, you know, share that with our community and hopefully build on that. So I'm really yeah. excited about it. And then some of the important things, will there be food? Of course. <laughs> will <laughs> there believe- be drinks? Yes, there will be there will be tacos. There will be fantastic themed, uh, wonderfully cool uh, named drinks. <laughs> so um, definitely come out. We're really really excited to share our love for NLC with everyone, and we can't wait to have a good time. So nice. And you can find tickets for that at la.newleaderscouncil.org and just look for the events page. Easy to find, easy to buy tickets, sponsorships. Make a donation if you can't join us. The money. Helps make NLC LA great, but also helps NLC chapters expand in more red states, places where they really need more progressives and to open up a new spot. So hopefully we'll see you on June 2nd. And when we come back, Yasmin and I will be joined by a special guest. Stay tuned. All right, Yasmin, I'll give you the honors of introducing our, our special guest on the Zag today. Well, I had to call her from the other room. (laughs) She's here now. So this is my amazing butterfly, Madison Yvonne. Uh, Madison is nine years old, and she attends, what school do you attend, Sweepy? Redeemer Christian Academy. Yes, and she loves all things Black Panther and Wakanda forever. I like it. And yes, she's just fantastic. And um, she's sort of spurred a lot of my interest in education. And um, I don't know, she just really grounds me. And I'm so grateful for her. Yeah. So question for Madison, what grade is a nine-year-old in these days? Fourth. Fourth grade. Well, funny story. I used to teach fourth grade for many years. So I always love 
talking to fourth graders. What's been your favorite subject in fourth grade so far this year? Science. Oh, can you tell me what's the most interesting thing you learned about science this year? Rocks. Oh, what did you learn about rocks? Um, about the different types of rocks and what they do. Oh, interesting. So, if, so like uh, sedimentary rocks, have you heard of those? Yes. And igneous rocks? Yeah, there's a lot of... In, you guys yeah. talked about the volcano in Hawaii and rocks at all in science class yet? Um, we talk about the magma rocks. Oh, yeah. This is a good time to talk about it. Uh, well, then, yeah, it's me a question for you because I've asked uh, folks who've been on who have children. Like, what's been your strategy and philosophy to try to raise a progressive kiddo? Well, I'm a little different. <laughs> I feel like I overshare, but okay. <laughs> I just expose her to a lot and we just talk about stuff. Um, in Culver City recently, um, in the past election this spring, Culver City got their first African-American uh, city council member. Um, and, you know, we talked about that and why that could be <laughs> in 2018. And we're still dealing with a lot of firsts and we talk about the Trump administration and Betsy DeVos, and we <laughs> we have a lot of conversations about things. So she's pretty informed, and also she loves NPR. So we listen to a lot of <laughs> NPR podcasts. Sam Sanders. So she's like, "Is this Sam Sanders? No, this is Eric." <laughs> <laughs> right, so I'm working on. I'm trying to build up the the following here. Give me some time, Madison. Give me yeah. Time. So she's so she stays pretty informed, and I love coming off our weekends because I sort of condense down what whatever we are talking about, so that you know she's also learning about what what we're doing. Because I think for me. I didn't get as much of this progressive training as a child. A lot of it just came as an adult. So I really think it's important to start talking about this when they're nine and, you know, so they can be aware of what's going on and why in the context of how the world and society is the way it is. Yeah. So it's a little heavy, but it works. (laughs) Sounds like it works. Definitely. This is great. And then when you were weighing priorities for what you were looking for in a school, what things rose to the top? How did you end up picking the place where you, you ended up sending her? Well, we've had an interesting time. <laughs> um, I'm a public school kid. I firmly believe in public schools, but um, unfortunately we didn't have the best experience um, in Culver City schools at our neighborhood school. Um, so I had to make the really hard decision to um, pull her out um, and put her in a um, in a private uh, Christian school for now. We're still sort of in transition and I'm trying to figure out what the best environment is and will be for her. But Maddie really thrives in an environment where she's cared for, where she, you know, she's doing a lot of experiments and, you know, she really has the ability to be herself and where she can feel comfortable and supported. So I'm grateful that, you know, we're at the school we're at now. It's very small, but, um, you know, it's a really warm family community. So I feel like she's very supported and I feel comfortable with her being there. So but it's nice. the journey, well, the education journey is ongoing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel you on that. Well, listen, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Madison, for joining us as well. And thank you for everyone who's listened to this episode of The Zag. You can find all past episodes in the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere. And like we've been saying this entire 10-minute episode, see us on June 2nd in East LA, Boyle Heights, Stuff Up Graphics, June 2nd for our fundraiser. Look forward to seeing you there. Get tickets at la.newleaderscouncil.org. See you next time.